0: One, two, one, two, three. Her memory still swings across my front porch. I'm Jenny, professional artist and the owner of Blue Palette Art Studio in beautiful Sycamore, Illinois. I love helping other artists discover their full creative potential, and I'm here to help you too. This is Brushstrokes. That sweet little voice is my niece Lydia. I love hearing the confidence in which that three-year-old introduces her pretend YouTube channel. There is no doubt in her mind she is about to create a lava lamp and it is going to be the most awesome lava lamp that you have ever seen. Do you remember what it was like to create art as a child? how much fun you had. Do you ever wish you could reconnect to that creative spirit and energy you had as a kid? What stops us from feeling that way? It is possible to reconnect. You just have to redirect your thinking a little bit and have an understanding of how and why kids create art. Before I opened Blue Palette, I was an elementary art teacher in a public district and later taught to children privately and volunteered to teach art in public and private schools. There are differences in teaching adults and kids. I get asked a lot, who do I like to teach better, adults or kids? And I have thought deeply on that subject, and there is no answer as to which I prefer. But there are definite differences in teaching different age groups. With adults, I know they will approach art cautiously at first and follow instruction closely. We won't get sidetracked with behavior, not to say that the wine and art combo doesn't lead to some questionable behavior, but I don't have the stress of feeling responsible for that. I usually have to remind adults to use more paint to relax, but there is a lot of joy in watching adults start to relax laugh, smile, connect to that inner happiness that life can take from us. It's very rewarding and fun to teach adults. With children, I usually have to say, whoa, use a little less paint, but I get swept up in their contagious, unlimited excitement about creating art. And that too is really rewarding. So I find myself teaching a little skill and control to kids to help them get their creativity out of their bouncy little selves, but then putting that excitement and joy and energy back into the work that adults are creating. It is a great treat to be able to regularly see both students in action. So why do we as adults stop creating art that way like kids? First, we have to understand how children approach the art process and really how they see life. I tend to be attracted to things in threes, so I'm giving three examples of how kids approach art and three ways you can practice becoming more childlike in your creating in your own artwork. What is the benefit to becoming more childlike in your artwork? Well, I can tell you that you will definitely be creating more artwork you'll be making your artwork more freely, less stress. If we can pull some of these skills that kids just, it comes natural to them, and things that we have kind of lost and forgotten over time, if you can reconnect to that whole childlike spirit and energy, it will propel your artwork forward in a whole new way. It's going to help you work on your creative anxiety and other things that hold you back. So number one, Why are kids just so much more successful at art creating than adults tend to be? And one reason is they are not there to try to please others. Yes, we all want our teachers, our parents to be proud of us when we were little kids. But in the moment of creating, they do not care about that. Kids are thinking this is fun. This is new. This is exciting. There are no limits the possibility that what they are about to do could be the greatest thing ever made is there in that moment for them. There are just no limits. We learn these bad habits of being over-worried about what others will think and seeking approval. And young children often don't have that, at least when it comes to their art creation. But this also brings me to point number two of why kids are so much more successful than adults and enjoying the art process is because kids are present in the moment so much more than we as adults are. So often we feel pressure of time constraints, limits and other thoughts distracting us from that creative flow that comes when you can dive deeply into your art process and forget everything else around you. You know what I mean by creative flow? You can't hear anything else. Ideas are coming at you so fast, you can hardly keep up. I used to tell my kids as they got older, if you really truly need me, it may take a few calls to get me out of that creative flow. Sometimes they could be standing right over my shoulder as I was working. Mom, mom, mom. And I would tell them, be patient and give me a minute because you can get so deep into that creative flow that you almost don't hear anything else around you. It's really hard to switch back to reality. Kids can get into that state so much easier and quicker than adults. It takes a lot of time to get into that deeply creative state where you're aware of nothing but the flow of your ideas and the openness in your mind for new ideas to come. At least for adults, it takes time to get into that zone. And it takes a lot of practice. With children, they can step into that mode so much quicker. They get so deeply involved in their work and they are not thinking of what they're going to do next if they're hungry or if they have to take the dog for a walk or whatever it might be. They are able to shut down those distractions and experience creating in the moment. They are not concerned so much with the outcome of their artwork. They are fluid and flexible in their process. I like this color. I'm going to use it more. I don't like this one as much. I'm going to put it back and pick another. I love how this clay feels. This cherry scented marker smells so good. I love my cat. I'm going to draw her. It's just so free. That is how children create in the right encouraging environment. When we fail to do that as adults and enjoy the process, it's like going on a hike and never once looking up to enjoy the scenery along the way. Another reason that children can be so much more successful in freely creating their artwork is that they don't take it so seriously. I have a woman I know that brings her kiddos into blue for private lessons. And one day they came in ready to go. And these guys are little. They are about three and five years old. And she was laughing, telling me that her daughter had told a brother, hurry up, get ready, we need to go to paint class. To which the brother replied, I love painting. I just don't like to wear pants when I do it. And that kind of childlike silliness is necessary in creating. Maybe you should wear pants, but to him the act of painting was way more important than anything pointless like, modesty or worrying about that someone else would want you to wear pants. That just came second to his joy of painting. I mean, you're probably going to get paint on your pants anyway. But we take ourselves too seriously as adults. Most of all, we take our mistakes too seriously. We stew about them. We claim them. We claim them more than our successes. And you know what? Kids don't. Kids don't do that. You as a kid, you did not do that. I see with kids, if they are not happy with something they created, and that happens, for sure, it's a fact that most people don't realize it's very normal to not love every piece of art you make. Kids know this, and they're not that worried about it. It would not be normal, and it's not necessary in the art process to love every single piece. Kids don't take it as a deep, personal attack when they make a mistake. Adults very often do. Our mistake, one mistake and it's done, it's over. Don't take yourself so seriously. I'm sure you know this on a lot of levels, but it's so true in your art. People start telling you in your life, you can't do this, you can't do that. We like to categorize ourselves for some reason. I am not artistic. I hear that a lot in the studio. But in artwork that I am not artistic, it just it drives me nuts a little bit. Because the term artistic is so broad. Now I know a lot of the time what people are referring to is they're not happy with their drawing ability or their painting ability. But a lot of times I'll hear someone say, Oh, I'm not artistic. And I'm looking at them and they are wearing this amazing outfit, for example. Clearly, they can put together some really cool design ideas. Or they start talking to me about this amazing meal they prepared or how they are planning out their garden. And all I can think is that is being artistic, just in different ways. I know what they mean and that they struggle with skills and they wish they could get better at those skills. But I think if we opened our minds to what it means to be artistic, you will recognize it in your life more than you realize. So how in the world are we to reconnect us to that free and childlike viewpoint? You know, I mean, I'm 45 years old. How am I going to remember what it's like to be five years old? And of course, due to the magic of working in threes, I'm going to give you three ways to start to begin to make art just like you did as a kid. So number one, I want you to be childlike in other areas of your life. Outside of your studio, start to embrace childlike things. We know collectively as adults, that this is something that we need to work on. We know we have, you as you grow, you're going to lose some of that freedom. That's just, that's natural. It's the nature of life. Many movies have addressed this. I 13 going on 30, big, many more that I can't think of right now. But take the time to look around you. It's, it's really kind of that simple. It's that mindfulness that we hear about so often. Notice that leaf and why do you like it? Is it the color? Is it the shape? The feeling of remembering what it's like to leap into the air and come sailing down into a freshly raked pile of leaves? Eat that piece of candy and savor the sweetness or the sourness. Dance to that song that you like. Don't just nod your head or tap your foot. It can be small things, those little things that you're probably doing, but maybe it's at a fast pace. It can be those small things, but they all add up. And over time, they're going to help connect you back to that creative side that doesn't feel those limits. Things that you like because you like them. The end. This will all help you when you are creating your artwork. So if you practice this in daily life, it will trickle down into your artwork. For example, if you find yourself stuck on let's say what color you should use in a piece. Maybe you can solve that problem by going with a color you saw on your day that really inspired you. It's all about mindfulness and these small choices, which you know, you read about this everywhere and the health benefits of mindfulness. But being present in the moment, like a child seeing things for the first time with fresh eyes will help you in your creative process. And that is something you can start doing right now without a huge complicated commitment. So number two, a step you can take in your daily life to get back that childlike creativity is to refresh your space, your creative space. Now, most of us do not have maybe your own room or space dedicated for all of your creative projects, but I really do encourage you To either find that room or even just that corner, that little space, a desk, somewhere you can set up. Or at the very, very least, let's say you have young children and it would be a struggle to keep a space totally untouched that they would not want to be into. Well, number, you can make them a space. But keeping them out of your space when they're very young can be tricky. Make yourself an inspirational bulletin board, or even a shelf. Something filled with images that inspire you and only you. I'm not talking like a Pinterest board, although Lord knows I have that. But it's the same concept, but an actual tangible space in your home that is just for your creativity. Start with the board. Start with an inspirational board. And then move up to maybe a desk, a desk that is yours, decorated how you like, your art supplies ready to go at the drop of a hat. We do this for our kids. We set up a chalkboard or an art table or even just a box that has the papers, crayons, whatever, ready to go. So why not do that for you? It's always there. It's always ready when you are. So if you find yourself with 20 minutes, you could jump in and aim to work on getting more and more time in for yourself. But if that space is set up, there's no excuse, and it's all the easier to spend time on actually working and not setting up to create. That's kind of an excuse we use to not uh, start working, is that you just you don't have a space. Make that space. Take the time to make that space. I'm lucky enough that I have a room. It's a bit of a sore subject around here, but I'm kind of unapologetic about it. My husband had the upstairs office and had his computer and whatever he needed in there but I was noticing it had this great lighting and I was kind of in a corner of the basement and I started thinking, you know what, you can play your games down in the basement and you'd probably like that a lot better than this room. And I really wanted the daylight. So I kind of took over, commandeered the room, and it was a bit of a, sh- of a shuffle and convincing, but he's a great guy. And so he gave me that space. So in it, I've got some of the work that up that I'm proud of. I've got artwork from friends, who's a work I admire. I filled it with plants and lots of aqua blue, my favorite color. Also lots of pictures of Prince just because I love him and I find him very inspiring. That's kind of my weird thing. Embrace your weird. A lot of your weird is going to make your art cool and unique and inspiring to others who have like similar weirdness to you. They're out there. Kids are really good at doing that. They like what they like and they do not care if someone else thinks it's weird. Embrace that. So my third and final advice to you on becoming more childlike in your artwork, and when you're more childlike, it, you'll, it'll, you'll find so much more freedom and less fear to create. I want you to start by working on projects that are open-ended. What I mean by that is it doesn't have to look like something. Maybe it's more like a collage or Zentangle or Doodle. You want to work up to being more childlike and relax in your work. So make the stuff that kids make. Sometimes it's just about enjoying the materials. You're not setting out to make something with an end goal. Maybe you're just grabbing the markers and just starting. Do that with paint. Do that with your colored pencils. Just sort of start enjoying the material. And maybe you'll find some inspiration that way and it will become something else. My favorite thing to do to encourage adults in becoming that more childlike and adventurous in their own art is to try Fluid Acrylic and suminagashi. At Blue Palette, you can sign up for Fluid Acrylic and it is by far the most exciting, immediately rewarding, easily adaptable class that we offer. You choose your paint colors and I walk you through the delicate mixing procedure and show you ways to get all these different cool effects. I have never not seen someone walk away in a creative high from that class. It gets those creative juices going. Even if you are not normally drawn to abstract work, you will enjoy the fluid acrylic. The best part of it is in its name and that is fluid how to make snap creative decisions, how to be open to letting that medium do its thing, how to patiently guide it into doing what you want it to. It's all there in a fluid acrylic class. Sometimes you just need that jump start. So come in and I can help you with that. I see people leave from fluid acrylics excited and wanting to do more things. It it doesn't have to necessarily look like something, that sense of failure or mistake. It just it disappears it's not involved in that type of a project so it's a wonderful start to get you kind of feeling more excited about creating artwork which is the whole point sometimes you just need that jump start needing help with something is not a weakness kids know this we're we're terrible at that as adults kids know if you need help just ask you ask for help they know that you can't do everything alone You need someone you trust to help you sometimes. Why do we lose that? Why do we feel like we have to be perfect all of the time? I can help you with that, but so can the right people in your life. Connect with a childhood friend call her up and have a chat or your brother or your sister reminisce together or people that you know in your daily life who are just playful and fun. Message them and ask them. Tell them you have such a cre- fun way about you and carefree. What's your secret? It's okay to need help in relaxing our lives and letting go. Very little supports that philosophy in adulthood and you will not wake up one day and be able to think like a child and live like you have no limits. You have to make a conscious decision to work at it, but I know you can do it. In this case, just like art creation, the process to become more childlike will be just as fun as the end result. Thank you so much for listening and remember to follow Blue Palette on Facebook and Instagram. You can also reach me at blue, B-L-E-U, at gmail.com. You have been listening to Baggers Blues by the one and only legendary Hollow Bill.